0: Hey, what's up, St. Louis? Uh, This is Tom Karani. This is Will Rooney. And we are back with our podcast. Um, We talked last time about friendship a little bit, right, Will? Yeah, that's right, Tom. First of all, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Tom. Okay, good. good. Uh, In our last episode, we talked about friendship a little bit, and we alluded to friendship with God and friendship with Jesus uh, and how important that is. It's important to have earthly friendships, but we also need to talk about the divine relationship the relationship we have with the divine. Yeah. Um and so Will's going to kind of walk us through what this means. What does it mean to be friends with Jesus? I hear a lot of people say that. Right, and yeah. um it just sounds kind of cheesy. Yeah, well so maybe we'll eliminate some of the cheese today. Yeah,
1: that's what I, maybe we can maybe we can think about that a little bit more deeply because um yeah, it's not a it shouldn't be cheesy. It's just, I mean the Lord himself says in John 15:15, 15, 15, uh, I no longer call you slaves, but rather I call you I've called you friends. Yeah, right. right called you friends uh so certainly if we take our lord at his word uh we are his friends and um if we believe that jesus christ is truly god um then that means we're also we're friends with a divine person right right so um just a real quick excursus into... Uh, wow, excursus. Excursus. Is gonna
0: be, there's going to be a lot of big words in this episode. There I might be. There Get there your dictionaries be. out, people.
1: Excursus. It means like a diversion into a little bit of Christology that you need to know uh, okay. as we go into this. let we'll do it. Um, so Christ... I know. Is, yes. Yeah. You know him. You I know matter. that word. Okay, Christ. Good. Is one person... Uh-huh. With two natures, right. right? I've learned this, yeah. And he's a divine person. He's the second person of the Holy Trinity, right? Mm-hmm. So um, if you think about that, it makes sense, right? That uh, a person is like a, a an individual, right? An individual substance of a rational nature is what a philosopher named Boethius a long time ago said about what a person was. And it's only uh, between persons that you can have friendship, right? Mm-hmm. Friendship is a, is a good, which, like, animals don't have friends in the same way as we have friends. Right. I'm sorry. People aren't gonna like that. Dude. People aren't gonna like that, but uh, friendship requires a, a, a rational nature, right? right? So Christ is one person, two natures, divine and human. He's a human... He's, he's a human... Um, he has a human nature, but he's not a human person. Mm-hmm. He's a divine person with a human nature, who's assumed... Human nature to himself, we call him
0: the God Man, the
1: God Man, right? Um, so, here's the thing, right? And this is this is what Aristotle would say, I think, to um, in engaging, or Plato might ask mm-hmm. um, in engaging in a dialogue with a Christian. Your master, who says he's God, says that he that you're his friends. Now, uh, friendship is between. Uh, there has to be some type of equality right. between two people to be friends. Right. Um. You you can't really. You can be. You can grow into friendship with a a child, right? Eventually, like as that child grows up and becomes an adult, mm-hmm. but like it would be weird to say uh, like this. One year old, this two year old, this three year old is my friend, right? Except in kind of a, a very limited, um, a limited use of that word, of the right? Word friend, yeah, right. Um, not
0: so, not in the way that we understand it from our previous episode, right? Like yeah, so that, mutually seeking the good, of
1: mutually one seeking the good of one another, um, and that's not that's not bad, right? right? I mean, to it's just the reality, but. Aristotle, he actually kind of addresses this in one of his books. He says you you can't really be friends with God. I mean, he believed in God. He knew he from from uh, uh, natural, natural, philosophy. F- yeah, natural, yeah, natural philosophy. Yeah. He was able to to get to God, but he said God's so far away from us, and he's uh, he didn't really even believe in like a personal God. It was just no, a, right a force. for
0: him for Aristotle, God was like he was like an unmoved mover. Yeah, exactly. But he was also like a God without a face. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: exactly. So, but so he would be like, How can you be friends with God? God is so far away. Yeah, if he's our
0: master, if he's right, life like it's it's the relationship of master to a servant, not a friend to a friend. Exactly,
1: exactly. Um, which I mean is a pretty good objection, right? The transcendence (laughs) of God, so meaning that he's like above and beyond all of his creation, like exactly uh the, there's a there's a term in theology um that um probably began maybe with augustine or the, maybe a little bit later called like the via negativa right yep. so whatever we say of god um we can say true things about god but whatever we say is more false than than true in a way uh so like right. if we say that god is is just well yeah god is just every every act of justice in our world is like participates in God's justice, right? But it's more different than God's justice than it is the same
0: as God's justice. Yeah, or we're whatever. more we're more off the point than we are correct. Right
1: about <laughs> well, we're, we're like on the point, but we can't see the entire. It's like looking at, um, in a way, you could think about it if you had like a spear that was really far away. A spear. A spear. You know, like a ball.
0: Oh, a sphere. A sphere, ball- not a spear.
1: Oh, not like a throw, yeah, I, I, not a like a, image a weapon. Right. But uh, if it's really far away and you're looking at it from one direction, you can only see one part of yeah. of the reality, right, right? Right, and you can't see the entire reality of God, right? Mm. That's that's part of the that's part of faith in in a way. So you can't see. Anyway, that that's kind of a little bit besides the point. But suffice it to say that. God is very different than us, Sure, right? Um, and so how can, how can we will his good, right? How can we act benevolently? These are the things of friendship, right? Mm-hmm. That we will the good of the other. Um, we might be able to will the good of the other, but we, we can't really actualize that. God's, God already is goodness himself, mm-hmm. right? So there's mm-hmm. no way to to will his good. Um, except in kind of giving him glory, right? Which is something we'll get into maybe further on. But, um, and and like, how could we act benevolently towards him? How could we do all, how can we offer God anything of value?
0: Sure, yeah. We have nothing to give God. Like he created us. Uh, He's all powerful. He needs nothing to be perfect or complete right so what what do we add right. to it and
1: even even if we weren't even if we didn't have original sin right yeah. what could we offer god that god didn't already have
0: yeah praise i guess yeah
1: obedience praise yeah. i mean there's these these are all things but they're not it's not the same they're as like friendship. what i offer yeah. yeah um and so how can man do good to god i mean doing good seems to be a part of friendship right um so this is something that i reflected on a lot last Last semester, my last semester in seminary, and because um, I really love John fifteen, yeah, it, I mean it's like I'm the vine, you're the branches, and then uh, continuing, continuing, and sure. talking about friendship, and he's talking intimately with his disciples and and stuff like that. Um, so I, I don't know what your thoughts are at this point, like about this, Tom. Well, no,
0: I I just the, I keep thinking of of people who you know. Uh, of catholic the catholic faith or not catholic faith who come to me and they're like yeah I'm a, I'm friends with I'm friends with Jesus mm. and I think a couple of years ago I really I really was like okay what does that mean mm. like to be friends with Jesus like sure I get like pray every day and be in relationship with him but um I don't know the way people said it it made me feel like I wasn't doing it right like doing faith right, mm. and so I don't know. That's always it's always kind of been confusing to me. Sure. So but sure. I don't. I have no thoughts. I'm just listening.
1: No, you have thoughts. I, I do,
0: but thoughts. none of them are relevant to this podcast. <laughs> Thinking about our Christmas party.
1: Oh yeah, that'll <laughs> be great. We talked a little bit about John fifteen fifteen, and now I want to go towards another verse that I think will help us understand John fifteen when when Jesus Christ says, or not when he says, but how he can say. You're my friend, cool. right? Let's do it. Um, So I want to go back to the first part of John, okay? Which is John, uh, and the most famous verse of John. Well, perhaps the second most famous verse of John, which is John one fourteen. Um, so in that verse it says, "And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, mm-hmm. and we have seen his glory, the glory of the only begotten Son of God." Um, and I mean, this is this is a verse that has been <laughs> like poured over for. Generations of Christians, right? right? There's no doubt that it's certainly a um, it, one of the most important verses. I mean, we pray it in the Angelus. If you pray the Angelus regularly, yeah. um, all those kind of things. So, what's interesting about this for for me is um, the word, uh, and like the the word that is used in this text is really talking about uh, coming to dwell with, right? So. Um, in becoming flesh the word of the father comes to meet humanity dwells with humanity um and he unites himself in some fashion with every man um and so this like assumption of humanity is the kind of i see it as kind of the first necessary condition for the possibility of of friendship with god right okay. that um humanity was accomplished by the will of or the, this assumption which was accomplished without any change in the word, but only in the nature which was assumed. Right? Yeah. Um, is the first start of the possibility of friendship. Sure. It was only possible because he became man. Right. Yeah. Um, and no, but there's. I mean, there's more in that, right? So it's a dwelling with, right? Um, it, there's a permanence to it, right? That that the human nature of Christ continues, and so there's a permanence to this incarnational reality, right? It, Jesus Christ isn't here today and gone tomorrow, but is the same yesterday, today, and forever, um, as as Paul says in Hebrews. Um, so there's a, a, the stability of personal incarnate presence for us as Christians for, is like essential to understanding what we mean by having friendship with Jesus Christ. Um, and this really goes back, it, this was foreshadowed by the, in the Exodus, mm-hmm. right? So the tabernacle or the tent of meeting, where the Lord's presence dwelt in the wilderness, mm-hmm. um, and so so we see that the Lord is always trying to come to dwell with His people over and over and over and over again, and ultimately in His Son He comes in the in personally, right? He comes personally mm-hmm. to dwell with His people, um, and not only does He dwell with His people, but what does it mean to what does it really mean to dwell with, right, um, or to 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 be with? Um, Thomas Aquinas talks about this, like in the sense that he lived on familiar terms mm-hmm. with like the apostles, right? So, so I like to mm-hmm. imagine um, this is something that this has kind of been a, a point of reflection for me. Um, that what you know, what like this beautiful mystery of the interactions between the disciples and Jesus. We get we get like a a smattering of them in yeah. the gospel. Right. But I'm thinking about like how many meals did they share together? Right. How many times did yeah. they, um did they like lay down under that open sky and like go to sleep? Cause they were on the road and they needed, they just had to go to sleep somewhere. Yeah. It's um, like an extended boy scout. Yeah. Trip. <laughs> in a way. Right. Um How many times did the disciples hear Christ speak and minister to the multitudes and how many visits to family homes to the, like, you know, Mm -hmm. all right, we're going to Peter's place. We're going Mm -hmm. to Andrew's place. We're going to John's place. We're going to, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, he lived,
0: uh, he lived their lives.
1: Right. Yeah. So there's, there's this, like after three years of being together, um, there must've been moments of joy, sorrow, anger, amazement, frustration, all those kind of things. Well,
0: yeah, for sure. I mean. Yeah, that's, I just think of, like, hanging out with my friends. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> you get close enough and you start to uh, hate one another sometimes. Well, you hate one another <laughs> a little bit,
1: but you also... But Jesus uh, you, didn't you, hate You learn Well, he might have been annoyed.
0: Probably frustrated. I,
1: I mean, can you imagine uh, Jesus, like, talking to Peter and, like, being like, dang yeah, it, yeah, how many freaking frustrated. times do I have to tell this guy? Right, exactly. Like, <laughs> I love him, but how many times do I have to tell him? Yeah. Um, I can, I can imagine that just from my own experiences with like youth group kids. Like I love this kid, but gosh, darn it. Do what I tell you to do Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it's the best thing for you right now. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you've had similar, similar adults too. Sometimes. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So there's this intimacy, which is a common sharing of life. And the common sharing of life is the stuff on which friendship is built right to come to share life. Um, and so he became, he, he, he entered into our common way of life and he continues to enter into our common way of life. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and it's like in a particular way for each of us. Right. And so these men who were his disciples were friends with him. Right. And it's important, the, the important distinction or the important jump here is that Christ became man, right? Which means he assumed a human nature. But he, the person of that human nature was a divine person, right? So it's not, he wasn't a human person. So when they were friends with Jesus Christ, who are you friend? Like if I say, Tom is my friend, mm-hmm. I don't say uh, the human nature of Tom is my friend, right? right? It happens to be the case that because it's this because, Tom. you know, like you're, as far as I know. right. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you're friends with a person, not a nature, right? So right. they are friends with the person Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, who is both God and human. Interesting. And so they are, they are friends with God. There, sure. Um, and so it's that, like that, kind of um, allows them a way to friendship with God. the The human nature of Christ becomes the instrument of our friendship with mm-hmm. God. And I mean, this is not something that's super revelatory, right? I mean, Christ came to save us, right? But I think that it's pretty cool that he not only came to save us, but he came to like be friends with us. Yeah. Right?
0: To live with us, to live... to live with the disciples. So, I mean that, no, but I, here's the thing. Here's my yeah. thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Christ's presence didn't stop with the disciples, the incarnate. Right. Cause like, the, the question
0: is, do the, are the disciples the only ones who could have been? No.
1: Right. So when, when think about, um, think about the the phrase. If you ever heard the phrase uh, uh, "in persona Christi," mm-hmm. right? You're acting in the person of Christ, right? A, a priest to right? no, but yeah. no, no. You so a priest acts in persona Christi capitus, in right. the person of Christ, the head. Right. But every Christian is called to be an alter Christus, right? Right. Another Christ, right? Mm-hmm. And to act in the person of Christ mm-hmm. in the sense that by his baptism, like he. Christ comes to dwell within him and should be the source of his actions yeah, right yeah. and so when when we encounter one another uh we're encountering Christ we're encountering the persistent the persistence of Christ's friendship and not only are we in that in that way right but not only there in a more, even more significant way, perhaps, uh-huh. we're encountering Christ in the sacraments, right? Uh-huh. A word that literally means flesh, right? Uh-huh. So there's this encounter with Christ that always happens in the sacraments. And I think that that's the continuation of the friendship, right? Yeah. That he continues to dwell with us, right? Yeah, in the, for sure. In the tabernacle, um, in, in every sacrament, perhaps most obviously there. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so... I, just one other kind of observation here, um, we said the last time or whenever we whenever the friendship episode aired, um we said that friendship is always based on something outside of the two friends, right so it could be based in pleasure, like mm-hmm. we both want pleasure or one of us wants pleasure uh or we both want something that's useful to us, or we both want um the good, right, mm-hmm. which is the highest type of friendship so if we're if we say that we're friends with Christ. We're friends with God, what does that or what's the good or what's the the
0: thing that's outside of us? Yeah, what are we what are we both working towards?
1: Yeah, what are we both working? And I think if you if you look at like John's Gospel or any of the Gospels, you see that Christ is always working for the glory of His Father. Mm-hmm. Like he, he always works for the the glory of His Father. He always wants um what's best there or right. for 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 His not what's best for His Father, but because uh, his father already has everything, but he wants to glorify his father. Right. Um, And I think that's exactly the thing, right? Christ says, in that after he says, um, after he talks in John um, 15. 15, 15, he says, you know, the reason that he, he calls them friends is because a servant doesn't know what his master is doing, mm-hmm. but... I've called you friends because I've made known to you everything that I've heard from my Father, right? So in that instance, he's giving us the same end, right? The glorification of his Father is our end, right? And now, I I guess one one thing you could say to that is, well, how can I do that? You know, I'm a a weak and sinful human being, and I'm not able to really give glory to the Father. Um, And I think that that, to be frank, is just... The evil one trying to tempt us away from, from. Uh, I mean, there's there's a sense that that's true, but there's there's also a sense of like you've been renewed and reborn in baptism, mm-hmm. so God has given you the grace which elevates your nature to be like Christ yeah. and to have Him as your the glorification of him as your final end. Right. And you can actually give him fitting praise, right? So ultimately, the answer to how man can be friends with God, and the, spoiler alert, this is always the case in theology, is that God gives the man grace, which elevates him, giving him and gives him a good which he and God both share, which right. is the glory of the Father.
0: So I, I am with you 100%, and I agree with you, and everything you've been saying is good. <clears throat> the, so if you look in the verses before that 15, 15, yeah, uh, I just find this really striking because I think it kind of exemplifies this, uh, same goal that Jesus and man hold in common, uh, verse nine, 5, John 15, verse nine. He says, uh, as the father loves me, so I also love you. Remain in my mm-hmm. love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love. Just as I've kept my father's commandments, and remain in his love. I've told you this, so your joy, so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. Aka in me. Mm.
1: Uh
0: verse twelve. This is my commandment. Love one another as I've loved you. No one has greater life than this than to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and you're reading my mind, Tom, because that's exactly where I was going with this. Is you well, what do you first of all, what do you think? Well, I'm no, sorry. I just
0: <clears throat> no, it's I mean that's good. I I, I just the, the goal is to love. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's in loving that we become this other Christ. It's in loving that we journey towards God together uh, yeah. with each other. And, and with Jesus, Jesus walks with us towards the father. Um, but I also think it, it shows our participation in this relationship. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's God's grace, but we're also called to keep the commandments. Right. Yeah. So friendship with God and the, keeping the commandments is loving one another.
1: Yeah. 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 So. Well, no. And ultimately like the, the highest love, right? Who, who are we, giving up our life for it. Right. It's Christ. I mean, ultimately, right? Like, we do that in concrete actions with other people. To lay down But we lay down our life for Christ. You know, it's true. Like, um, a husband lays down his wife... (laughs) Oh, Lays down his life for his wife, is what I tried to say. Right. But...
0: Not the biblical language.
1: (laughs) He lays down his life for his wife, but he if he's a Christian, he's also laying down his life because he sees Christ in his wife. Right. And he's serving Christ in his wife. Um, Not, and that, and that doesn't diminish the fact that he's serving his wife. That actually makes it even better. Right. Yeah. Um, So friendship with God, friendship with Christ, It's a gift, right? It's a gift that's a grace from God, but it does require things of us, right? You are my friends if you do what I command you.
0: Sure, and so does every friendship, right? Right. I mean, there's certain terms of agreement there, a term of relationship. Yeah, exactly. If you violate this or if you stop seeking the same good that I'm seeking, then that's what our friendship is based on. Right.
1: Now, um, uh, keeping the commandments, uh, says Thomas Aquinas, is that is not the sign, there's not the cause of our divine friendship, but the sign, the sign that God loves us and that we love God mm-hmm. because He's loved us, right? right? right. You, you know, we. Um, this is love, not that we love Him, but rather He loved us yeah. and gave Himself up for us, um, right? So there's a there's a sense that we have to, we, if we are friends with God, we're going to keep, we're going to uh, work to keep the commandments, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, As we grow in friendship with the Lord, over and over again, uh, we we He continues to give us His grace, and we continue to choose, inspired by that grace, we continue to choose Him over and over and over again. Right, Um, and you know this. Just one more point here is that this doing whatever Christ commands us Mm -hmm. is not like a servile doing, right? But the action of a son. Who does what his father asks because he trusts that it's in the son's best interest and the that the father wills the good ultimately, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So it's it's not a it's not like a servile, um, do what I command you kind of thing. there's a sense that we are this the servants of God right and in, in that sense that we should do what he commands us right. but it's not like our joy should be found in doing what God commands us yeah and that's that's what you see in the lives of saints right like you you see these people who are literally going to their death i think of um you know the early martyrs in in the colosseum right um and they're smiling mm-hmm. you know or you you see the, these men and women uh Maximilian Colby in our in our own time, right? Or not in our own time, but a hundred years before us, not that long ago, who's who gives up his life. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then is singing in mm-hmm. a concentration camp. Like what? You know, like right. uh like that's that's the that's what the joy that comes with being friends with God. Um you know, the the word that Aristotle sometimes uses for friends is another self, right? Yeah. And so when you when you see, when you have a friend and that person really is your friend, then you take joy in their joy. And you, like there's a sharing of joys and a lessening of sorrows because you're with your friend mm-hmm. because that friend has become another self, right? Mm. And uh, for the friend of God, his joy is found in doing God's will for he's become another self yeah. to God. hundred percent. So, um, I mean, that, and that's the message, right? Theosis as father James likes to talk about over and over again, yeah. uh, theosis that we become like God, we will, what he wills and and all that kind of thing. So,
0: yeah. So I guess <clears throat> to get rid of the cheese of, to say like, okay, I'm friends with Jesus. Um, it really, it's, it's more than just saying that it's more than just like knowing that God loves you. Through Jesus, but it's right. It also takes keeping the commands and and living this Christian life, yeah, like Christ would live, being Christ to the world. Yeah. Um,
1: friendship requires sacrifice, yeah,
0: so. and so and and so that means that that friendship doesn't always feel good either, Mm-mm. and it's 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 hard, it's a sacrifice, yeah. and yeah, you Disordered lay down passion. your If you are laying down your life for anything, you are yeah. fully committed, and it's not always <laughs> going to be great, whether it's yeah. your faith or your job or your relationship or whatever. So I think that, that illuminates this, uh, friendship with God idea a little bit. And, uh, I think it really flushes out the, the idea of a virtuous friendship.
1: Yeah. I just want to share one of my favorite quotes from, uh, St. Basil and, uh, Gregory, is it Basil or Basil? Basil, Basil, Basil and Gregory. Um, they were friends and they were great friends together and, uh, but their friendship was rooted in Jesus Christ. And, uh, and I just love this quote it's from the Office of Readings. Um it's actually the a sermon that was given by Gregory after the at the funeral of gotcha. of his friend um Basil. 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 I say it wrong. <laughs> Basil's Basil, the I know Basil's herb. the herb and I love it. Um but it's spelled the same and English is, is stupid. Um, he says this. He says, Our single object and ambition was virtue and a life of hope in the blessings that are to come. We wanted to withdraw from this world before we departed from it. Within this ended view, we ordered our lives and all our actions. We followed the guidance of God's law and spurred each other on to virtue. If it is not too boastful to say, we found in each other a standard and a rule for discerning right from wrong. Different men have different names, which they owe to their parents or to themselves, that is, to their own pursuits and achievements. But our great pursuit, the great name we wanted, was to be Christians, to be called Christians. I think that's what sums that's that sums up friendship right there. That's pretty cool, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's a good virtuous sure. friendship. Basil. So now you got Basil in my head. Basil and Gregory have a really interesting relationship, and they there's like letters out there between them that you can oh, read, yeah. and it's um, amazing. They're just two brilliant minds in the church, uh, and. Yeah, just incredible guys. They're
1: two of my favorite saints. Yeah.
0: Well, that's a a really cool quote to end on. So our prayer for you all um, is that you find relationships that that build you up. Um, This is what we should be seeking, and we should also be seeking that relationship with Christ uh, to bring him to the world. So thanks for listening to this episode. We're praying for you. Please pray for us, and we'll see you next week.